Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Kila Sharemi Tefillah podcast. We continue in our discussion of Sha'ava, the second form or expression or language of Tefillah. Sha'ava, we've explained, is very similar to the first language form expression of Tefillah, that of Bitur. Bitur, we explained, is a cry out to Hashem in a time of distress. The same is true of Sha'ava, to also cry out to Hashem in a time of need, a time of distress, but it is with a greater intensity to the point of hysteria. That's how Rapinkis uh, explains it. And Rapinkis has been developing an idea in our discussion of Sha'ava about the necessity to really understand the requests that we're making of Hashem and to try to explain why they are of the greatest significance. The simple example that he gave is that uh, Parnasa, even if a person is doing well, a person uh, you know, has sustenance, still they daven that the Hashem should continue to provide it for them and they should recognize that without it, God forbid, then they wouldn't be able to eat, they wouldn't be able to provide for their families, they would, God forbid, break the laws, violate the Torah, so on and so forth. So it's not just a simple request of Hashem, please maintain status quo, but it's Hashem, if I don't have a Parnasa, then God forbid terrible things could happen. And he illustrated this point by quoting a pasuk in Divrei Hayamim. It was in Divrei Hayamim Aleph Paragdalad Pasuk Yud, based off of the Gemara Masachat Tumorah Daf Tadzayin Amad Aleph. We gave one approach to that pasuk based off the Gemara. Here Rav Pinkus continues with another. He says, The Gemara has another explanation of this pasuk. So the first clause of the pasuk was, and remember this is the Tefillah of Yabetz, also known as Otniel to Hashem. The Pasuk starts, Vayikrai Yabetz, Elohei Yisrael, Limor. Yabetz, or Otniel, he cried out to Hashem, the God of Israel, saying, here's the first clause, Imbarech Tevarachini, Hashem, if you will surely bless me. So we saw one approach as to what that means yesterday. Here the Gemara takes a different approach, Bipiria Verivia. What does it mean, Hashem, if you surely bless me, if you bless me with many children? And next clause, Virbita et Gvuli, and you, uh, we explained, enlarge my territory, but Really, says the Gemara, what, what does this mean? What was he asking for? Bivanim uvanot, with many sons and many daughters. Next clause, and that your hand will be steadfast with me. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? Bimasav matan, that's in my business dealings. Next, and you protect me from uh, evil or from distress. What does that mean? I shouldn't have any headaches, or any earaches, or any eye aches, any pain in any of those areas of my body. Pasu continues, so that I should not be sad, I should not suffer misfortune. Uh, that, uh, you know, the Yitzhara should not get in my way or cause me to change things, uh, you know, from what I want, meaning to maintain focus on my goal. So, it, Hashem, if you help me with all of these things, then wonderful, that's great. Um, but if not, if you're not going to help me, so if you don't help me, so then I'm going to go to the uh, the depths of Sheol. It's going to be bad news. Mian, immediately, says the Pasuk, Vayave lo Elokim, that Hashem gave to him everything that he asked for. So again, the idea, and we focused on this yesterday, he's explaining what he wants and why he needs it, why it is of significance, and he explains that if he doesn't have it, then it's going to be incredibly uh, bad. It's going to be uh, very difficult for him. Uh, he's going to fall to Nisisei Sha'ol, the depths of, you know, somewhere very, very bad. So he's clearly explaining as to how important whatever it is that he's asking for is. Says Repinkis, Shelo rak habakashot al Torah him no goat let's It's not just his requests for 
Torah study, which we saw, that was the one explanation we gave by the Gemara to this Pasuk yesterday. It's not just in matters of Torah or spiritual pursuits. Also, when it comes to matters of business, the seemingly mundane. So he says that uh, the same is true when it comes to removing headaches and earaches and eye aches, what seem, uh, you know, like as though they're pretty insignificant. Uh, he's explaining that, no, if not, then I'm going to be I mean, he's explained this is of the utmost significance because a person uh, recognizes that if I have a headache, then I'm not going to be able to do my job properly. I'm not going to be able to daven properly. I'm not going to be able to learn Torah properly. And that's of the greatest significance. So either way, however you want to understand this pasuk, whether it was how we saw it yesterday in regards to Torah study and spiritual pursuits, or as we're seeing today when it comes to the more mundane pursuits, uh, the way the request is presented is as though it is of great significance. Rapinkus concludes this paragraph, Ayin Bavakama, look at the Gemara Masach Bavakama in the Sandaf Ayin Bet, where it says, V'hai delo amri lach be'orta, delo achli bisra detura. We have a discussion there between uh, Rava and Rav Nachman, and uh, Rava says, Rav Nachman retracts a statement that he makes to Rava, and he explains that the reason for the retraction is because he didn't eat properly last night. He didn't have meat for dinner. Either he was fasting, or he didn't have a well-balanced dinner, whatever it is. Which means that if I don't have a certain amount of Yeshu Hadat, if I'm not relaxed, if I don't have the proper meal, then God forbid I can make a mistake in Halacha, which would be of the, you know, a terrible, terrible consequence. Again, the idea of something so simple, simple as having a well-balanced meal could actually cause a great, great michshol, cause a great mistake in Torah study, which we know is of the utmost significance. So it's important that when we make our request, we recognize how if we don't get what we need, it could be incredibly, incredibly severe. This is part of Sha'ava.